Greetings, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good night. I don't know where you're listening from. This is another exciting episode of the Loftus Party Podcast. What a day. Lots to get into. I am finally uh, getting my act together after a very late night, a very late night at the America First Warehouse. If you've been playing along at home, you know that we're doing this sketch comedy show, that show tonight. We had a taping last night. A lot of fun was had. We'll be getting into that uh, in just a little bit. We got to talk about the big news stories of the day. We got to talk about the big ones of the day. And I have to think, it was a toss-up. It was a toss-up. You guys can let me decide. Uh, you guys can let me decide. You can help me decide if I'm right or wrong. Here's what I think uh, the biggest one, the biggest story is. This trial of Michael Sussman. We got the... Uh, he's the guy that was helping out uh, Hillary Clinton. He was the dude who went to the FBI as like, I'm just a private citizen. And you'd never guess Donald Trump has a computer server and he's in communication with Russia, blah, blah, just as a private citizen, just as a nice guy. He just just walked into the FBI and got a meeting because they'll do that. They'll do that. We could, anybody, I guess, can just walk into the FBI. I have evidence. Okay, so during his trial... Uh, Robbie Mook, Robbie Mook, who was uh, Clinton's campaign manager back in 2016, he completely threw old Hillary under the bus, and it's delightful, and it is delightful. There's a there's a little bit of a chance, you guys, that like there might be some justice on the way. So we're going to be talking about that. That fills me with uh, that fills me with delight and a little bit of hope. We're going to get into uh, this whole business with the World Health Organization. A lot of uh, a lot of chit chat about the the World Health Organization and our sovereignty and all that stuff. Some buddies of mine who I uh, think are very very smart people uh, are getting upset about this, and I'm like, okay, I got to do some digging. I got to do my own digging because, you know, I don't want to repeat uh, false information. So some of my buddies get a little excited. <laughs> so I dug into that and holy smoke, there is cause for concern. So there's that going on. We got uh, Clinton campaign, 2016, Russia collusion, World Health Organization, the monkeypox. We got to make some fun of monkeypox. I was thinking about doing a little... Monkeypox. 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 I don't got the monkeypox. It looks like shingles. Okay, so there's that. A little uh, little theme song for monkeypox. There's. Uh, I'm screwy today. I'm screwy. We're also going to get into uh, Amber Heard. And the whole Johnny Depp thing, Amber Turd. Find a girl who loves you so much that she will poop in your bed, guys. That's what you want. That's the level of commitment. I know you say you love me, but will you drop a deuce in our bed? <laughs> I'm going to, oh, baby formula. It's, it's, it's so much. Baby formula. I'm doing shows in Vegas. I'm doing shows at Ampfest West coming up. I'll have the dates for that. I'll look it up on the old clickety-clackety computer hooey-booey. Elon Musk and Twitter. So let's let's jump in. Let's jump in with this wonderful update on the uh, the Hillary Clinton. Now, just so you know, and this is just the, the, the wackadoodle uh, way it all came out. And this is the... The thing about the left and the media and the left and the FBI and the frickin' dips, the dip state. You guys, I can't talk. That's how tired I am. But maybe the dip state, maybe the dip state is the way to do it. Uh, maybe we should just call them that from now on. The deep state, in my opinion, is real. And it is a group of people who are incredibly interested in keeping the status quo going. Is there a uh, is there a group of people 
uh, that meet in the basement of a castle somewhere, and they're all wearing robes and carrying around candles and having sex orgies with goats? Maybe. Or maybe they have somebody naked tied to a, a, a stone table, and they light candles, and they speak in backwards Latin. Maybe there is. You can you can show me pictures or videos if you have that, if you have that. Here's what I think. I think you got a, a boatload of unelected officials that desperately want to keep the gravy train going, and they're in all aspects of government. Government doesn't get smaller; it only gets bigger. So when I say deep state, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the people of the FBI that just want to keep going. The Department of Energy, they just want to keep going. Military, just keep going, just keep going, just keep getting bigger. Nobody votes for them. They're almost impossible to get rid of. And yet, yet they keep going. So Donald Trump messed up the, their plans back in 2016. And wow, did they have a plan. And this goes to the, to the Peter Strzok and the Lisa Page. There's a very good chance this this was the uh, insurance policy that they were talking about in their text when Lisa Page was like, he's not going to get elected, is he? Please tell me it's not going to happen. And Peter Strzok's like, don't worry, baby. We got him. We got him, sweet cheeks. We're going to have an, we got an insurance policy. So why don't you come over, take off those panties. And I'm making that last part up. Take off those panties. And I'll tell you about the insurance. I got a little insurance policy right here that's going to ensure that you don't have an orgasm. It's going to get silly. I'm sleep deprived. Okay. So, uh, Hillary Clinton. I'm trying to do a. I'm trying to do an entertaining recap here. Hillary Clinton now has paid a fine to the Federal Elections Commit Commission, the FEC. Hillary Clinton and the DNC they paid a fine. Because they said that they lied about uh, who paid for the Steele dossier. They said it wasn't them, but it was. So you get this uh, Steele dossier. It all, says all these uh, horrible things uh, about Trump. And then they, they give that Steele dossier, which they paid for, which they knew, everybody knew, was like, nope, that ain't true. They give that to like Yahoo. They give that to some other media outlets. The media writes the story. They go, once again, to the FBI. Ooh, the FBI needs to know the FBI. Oh, because you can just waltz in right off the street. Anybody. The ice cream man. The ice cream man could just be rolling around your neighborhood and then decide, uh-oh, I saw something suspicious. And he could just go into the FBI because uh, anybody can do that. So they go to the FBI and they go, ooh, the FBI, here's a steel dossier. And look, these newspapers and Yahoo is saying all this stuff about it. And yay, hooray, we got we to get into that. And then the FBI just starts uh, writing FISA warrants and going left and right. And people get their lives turned upside down and innocent people who were all. So there's, there's that aspect of it. Then you get to this, uh, this freaking uh, Sussman fellow who waltzes into the FBI. Evidently. He got the, and, and I, I could be wrong, but I, I think someone at someone in government had to sign off on, he, he hired a little team of, uh, of uh, computer experts and they somehow hacked into Donald Trump's servers and as a candidate and candidate Trump and uh, Trump Towers and all that stuff. And uh, they saw a whole bunch of nothing. They saw a whole bunch of nothing, but there was internet traffic to, uh, it was like ads. It was like, whatever. And then they concocted this thing about Alpha Bank. There's Alpha Bank in Russia and Russian Trump and Alpha Bank. And uh, the question now was, who sent that to the press? Who sent that to the press? And somebody tried to cover for Hillary and go, oh, no, no, no. Uh, she never said that uh, Michael Sussman was working for her. I misspoke when I testified earlier and this, that, and the other thing. And uh, Sussman charged Hillary Clinton and the campaign. Hey, that meeting I had, that's a lawyer for you. That's a lawyer for you. He's like, I'm still going to be on the clock. I still need to get paid. I'm going to run this fake shit over to the FBI, but I'm charging you the whole time. So thank you, uh, greedy lawyer guy, for leaving the paper trail. Uh, Robbie Mook testifies. Robbie Mook. And this is when it hits the fan. This is Robbie Mook. 
testifying. It's like, yeah, it was Hillary. Hillary, Hillary, Hillary gave the green light to send that to the press. Hillary did that. So now she is on the flipping hook. So why is, well, it's a rhetorical question. So of course the, uh, the newspapers, nobody's, the media's not covering it. So you've got her as, yes, I paid for the Steele dossier. And then you've got her, yes, I leaked this uh, fake Russia alpha bank Donald Trump crap to the press. So she, she personally is on the hook for that. Now, I don't want this investigation to stop. I want it to keep going. I want to know who at the FBI was taking these meetings. I want to know, yeah, Sussman, I'll meet with you. Yeah, let me kick that upstairs. And you'll remember, like, the FBI, they've already tried to cover up the whole, like, FISA abuse of it. We might have made some mistakes. We might have made some mistakes. Oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. It's fantastic. It's fantastic to witness. And so it's like a little podcast like us. It's just going to keep that. I want to keep talking about it. I want to keep talking about it. Because, kids, and you know this, when you've got mainstream media working hand in glove with a political candidate who's working hand in glove with the FBI, the CIA. Ooh, which gets us to this. Here's another great one. And I wrote a story about this one at theloftestparty.com. You can go back and look at this. This is fantastic. And you'd never know it was happening. But uh, you're welcome, guys. You're welcome. We do, we do a little, every once in a while I do a little digging. I do a little digging, I do a little research. Here's a story that nobody is flipping talking about, which deserves to be shouted from the rooftops. So when Hunter Biden's laptop finally came out, that dude, that dude from that Delaware uh, shop had been trying to give that thing to the FBI for ages. And then he finally gave it to Rudy Giuliani. God bless you, Rudy Giuliani. God bless you. I'm gonna be doing, oh, I might be doing a thing with Rudy Giuliani at the America First Warehouse. Mm-hmm. Very soon, I'll keep you in the loop. This place is fantastic. Not only do we, we do uh, that show tonight there, but the America First Warehouse has guest speakers. They got Monica Crowley coming in. They got Rudy Giuliani. It's friggin', they got the loud majority. Okay, so here's the story. The, uh, the Hunter Biden laptop comes out before the 2020 election, and 51 former intelligence officials they said, that's Russian disinformation. That's, oh, 51. Oh, that's a big number. 51 former intelligence officials. Guess who's getting sued? Guess. <laughs> I'll give you one. 51 former intelligence officials. <laughs> it is fantastic. They all chimed in. And I don't even, I, I, I seriously don't believe they even saw the laptop. And they just, they signed this document that said, hey, that's, uh, that's Russian disinformation. Having never seen the contents, never looked at it, they just wanted to directly affect the outcome of the election and kill a ginormous, what you'd call a uh, October surprise. You got the usual suspects. You got John Brennan, another deep state. Like he's the poster boy for the deep state. Uh, uh, Clapper. Uh, oh my gosh, all, all these other. So here's the deal. You can't do that. Uh, the, of, the, of the 51 people who signed this whole, uh, you know, this whole letter, you must dismiss it as Russian disinformation. They, they a, a bunch of them are CIA, former CIA. And you there's there's like an oath or there's a, a document that you sign that I'm I'm trying to find the exact quote here because I don't want to uh, I don't want to mess it up. Oh, you uh, da, da 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 leading up to the 2020 election, the New York Post, blah 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 blah. I want to be very official. I did some research and I'm very proud of it, you guys. So I want to kind of show it off. You have to, before you chime in on something like this, you have to run it through the CIA. That's, that's the question. That's, the, that, that's the, the issue. You can't just take a stance on something. And that's a lifelong thing. 
It doesn't matter if you're still on the clock. You have, it's a lifelong thing. You might be giving away some kind of seat. You have to get a the official uh, agency. You go, here's what I want to say about this event that happened. And then the, the CIA has to look at what you intend on saying. And then they have to give you the A-OK to do it. And none of that happened. All these people went right around uh, that little piece of paperwork that everyone loves. The, you know, the, the deep state, the uh, big government, they just love it. They just love their paperwork. And now it's going to bite them in the bahunkus. And I am super happy that they're getting sued over it. Because these, these, these are like the, the 51... Uh, just absolute poster children for uh, the 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 freaking deep state. Cannot stand them. It's horrible. We have to take a good look at that, man. It's not working. It's not working. The federal government is, uh, it's just too big. It's just too cumbersome, which leads me to this World Health Organization thing and, uh, and the monkeypox and, and freaking COVID-19. And all of it. And the baby formula. It's all part and parcel of uh, one package. Monkeypox. Monkeypox. I don't got the monkeypox. 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 Isn't that crazy? How monkeypox is coming out right before this World Health Organization uh, big meeting about how they're going to handle uh, pandemics and stuff in the future. It's all so incredibly suspicious. Suspicious. Suspicious and vicious and malicious. So we'll get, we're going to get into that. I, I don't want to, um, I want to give it the time it deserves because it's just total and complete and absolute horseshit. Total and complete. Absolute horseshit. But I don't want to get too. Uh, I don't want to get too down about it. See, like, the, like the whole uh, Hillary's having a bad week. That's good news. That's good. No- Whenever the deep state gets nervous, that's good news. Whenever the the political elites get nervous, that's good news. Let's keep going. Let's use the rule of law. Let's use the rule of law. It goes to the the the, the whole locker up aspect of everything. How many? It's so horrifying. It's, I can't even wrap my brain around it sometimes. Tw- the, the 2016 election was so horrifying. It's hard to wrap. The only way you can top it, the only way you can top it is with the 2020 election. And I'm sure you saw that uh, Joe Biden, half his Twitter followers were, uh, were bots. Half. Half the Twitter followers were bots. And all the, even, even Elon Musk is saying it. Boy, if, uh, if half his Twitter followers are fake, I wonder what else was fake. And you're like, go get him, Elon. Go get him, buddy. And then instantly he gets uh, uh, accused of uh, sexual harassment. Like instantly. He tweets that and like a freaking day later, they'll, they're all over him. They can't stand that dude. And it's great. I mean, it's not great. But here's the great, here's the wonderful thing. Dude can fight back. Dude has the money and the resources to fight back. And thank goodness uh, Trump has the, the, the financial resources to fight back and go after these 51 frickin' deep state yahoos who violated their oath. Oh, and that we love the Constitution and we're here to defend the democracy. And it's just due diligence. We have to clean house. I still get the pushback. Here's what you do. Like, I was making fun of the FBI. Did it in a video recently uh, with about the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court and the FBI. And some dude on, on YouTube uh, writes me, he, he does the classic thing. And dude, you might be listening. You might be a fan of the show. I'm not mad at you. But this is the problem. Here, my friend. I'm talking spe- specifically to you right now. And I'm like, the FBI is just jacked up head to toe. Just jacked up head to toe. Got to get rid of it. Go. Bang, boom. And then dude comes back with the classic. The vast majority of field agents are good people. You know what, man? my man? You can say that shit till the cows come home. Moo. 
But if these field agents are such honest and honorable and wonderful people, uh, why, aren't, why aren't they whistleblowing? Why aren't these wonderful and good field agents uh, not investigating uh, parents for PTA meetings? Why are these uh, wonderful field agents not blowing whistles about these horrible uh, FISA abuses when they go it? When, when, when somebody like uh, Peter Strzok and Lisa Page and they do all that, where are they? Where are the whistleblowers? When this now, we see it. There's evidence of it. Sussman goes into the FBI. Okay, yeah, sure, we'll look into that. Somebody else goes into the FBI. Oh, yeah, sure, we'll look into that. Where are the good field agents then? Here's what you do. So you over-criticize. You go, you know what? Let's get rid of the whole agency. And then, maybe then, you'll have some self-reflection and some introspection. And maybe you can get some uh, checks and balances uh, put in pay, uh, place. But like... For the past frickin' six years, it's been the vast majority of FBI field agents, and they just keep going, doing dastardly shit and investigating mom and pop and try to set up dudes in Michigan. Hey, you want to kidnap the, 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 the governor? You want to kidnap the governor? What in the fuck, you guys? So, yeah, I say tear it all down. I say get rid of everybody in the FBI. Fire them all. Let's make a new agency. I'll, I'd say the same thing about the CIA. Fire them all. Fire them all. That's the only way you're going to, only with the threat of we're going to get rid of the entire organization, will you actually be able to, to downsize it, get some transparency, and, and find some kind of, then maybe you'll find the, the, the good people in the FBI. Okay. We're just too bloated. It's, I, I, it just feels like we're at a tipping point. There's just too many unelected officials that just want to keep it rolling. It's a gravy train. They don't want to stop it. Why would you want to stop that? It's a sweet gig. Like hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. Medical, dental, all the vacation time. Freaking, it's, it's criminal. It's criminal. Oh, yeah. And then you got to get a raise, you guys, because... You know, Congress does that all the time. We've got to give ourselves a raise, you know, inflation. Could we do that for Social Security? No, no, we don't have that much money. We need a liquor store, though. If we had a liquor store uh, for Congress and the Senate, something on Capitol Hill, a liquor store that delivered, we need that. That that we need. Could we give more money to, like, struggling businesses? No, no, we can't help out entrepreneurs. We're going to give a bunch of money to the, to the Ukraine. We have our priorities. Did you guys, did you guys see the Nancy Pelosi liquor store video that I did? I thought that was hilarious. We did it for that show tonight. We did it for uh, that show tonight. And uh, holy smoke, I'm looking at it right now. Tim, these guys, they put me, we did it in front of a green screen. And they like put me at the podium of the White House I got a big old frickin' slushy, like, lemon drop martini looking thing. And I'm just making fun of this liquor store. Hopefully you didn't miss that story. But they did. They, they opened up a liquor store for members of Congress and the Senate. They get, uh, they get big bulk discounts. The liquor store delivers. So on a Friday night, they're just like, ooh, let's party over at my office. Yeah, let's get a couple of uh, handles of vodka delivered. Let's get a cup. Get the big ones. Get the big ones. We got friends coming over. I'm Nancy Pelosi. And I listen, I enjoy the occasional li libation. And I, I, I enjoy um, some, some, I, the chemicals are good. I like my prescription drugs. They help me focus on saving America and, and the, the Constitution. But I also enjoy a Tito's infused lemon drop. I call it lemonade, and I need those delivered to my office on a regular. I can't go down there, and, and I can't interact with the public. I need it delivered, and I keep it cold, and I, less, I like my Tito's chilled. I think this podcast is a lot of fun, and, and my, ooh, there's a little bit of a, a little bit of a burner on that one. We're going to come back with more show. We're going to be talking about that show tonight and, and, and monkey pox 
and the World Health Organization and Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. There's so much to show. Stick around, everybody. Stick around. You never know who else will be stopping by. Hi, I'm Mike, founder of DollarShaveClub.com. What is DollarShaveClub.com? Well, for a dollar a month, we send high-quality razors right to your door. Yeah, a dollar. Are the blades any good? No. Our blades are f***ing great. Each razor has stainless steel blades and aloe vera lubricating strip and a pivot head. It's so gentle a toddler could use it. And do you like spending $20 a month on brand name razors? 19 go to Roger Federer. I'm good at tennis. And do you think your razor needs a vibrating handle, a flashlight, a back scratcher, and 10 blades? Your handsome ass grandfather had one blade and polio. Looking good, pop up! Stop paying for shave tech you don't need. And stop forgetting to buy your blades every month. Alejandro and I are gonna ship them right to you. We're not just selling razors, we're also making new jobs. Alejandro, what were you doing last month? Not working. What are you doing now? Working. I'm no Vanderbilt, but this train makes hay. So stop forgetting to buy your blades every month and start deciding where you're gonna stack all those dollar bills I'm saving you. We are dollarshaveclub.com and the party is on. And we're back, gentle listeners, to the Loftus Party Podcast. This is part two. Michael calls this the B block. B for big old boobies. <laughs> it's the B block. And oh, a quick uh, word of apologies and explanation. I had a, a listener reach out. I love it when you guys reach out. I, I honestly do. And if you ever want to, uh, if you've got a topic, you want something to discuss, blah, 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 listen. I'm open to suggestions. The boss at theloftestparty.com. The boss at theloftestparty.com. I had a listener reach out. I think I don't. I think you maybe saw me on Gutfeld, and you thought it was funny, and you did your due diligence. You were listening to the podcast because you're awesome. You have fantastic taste in uh, comedians and podcasts and all things erotic. <laughs> And you were bummed because the podcast suddenly ended and you were, you were told to go to Patreon. That's just me figuring stuff out, you guys. That's just me uh, figuring out. I, wanna, I, want the, I, I like the vibe. I like the vibe of, of, of the podcast. But I got I to gotta hit a clean dismount before we go over to Patreon. But there's always extra stuff on Patreon. You're, by the, the, the Facebook is, I, I hate this, it drives me, it's, it's so boring. But it's horrible at the same time, and it's worth noting. Uh, the clampdown on Facebook is just horrible. The clampdown on YouTube is just horrible everywhere across the board. So uh, Patreon is like, that's a, that's a super important thing, and supporting shows like that show tonight, super important thing, super important, so yeah. Uh, we bebop over to Patreon, and I, I wish it wasn't the. I wish it wasn't uh, necessary, but but sadly it is. Okay, so let's talk about a little uh, that show tonight, of the many things, and then we're gonna get into this World Health Organization thing because it is uh, very important. Beboop! I had an email. Somebody emailed me. Let's see who it was. We'll look at it live on the show. Ah! Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. I just got an email from Amazon. I'm going to shut it down. I'm going to shut it down because it's rude. It's rude. Here's what happened, you guys. So, you know, uh, I jingle jangle on the guitar. There is a uh, guitar that is manufactured. Everybody calls it the Amazon guitar. It's the Firefly 338. It's uh, a super low price. 
It's like 184 bucks, but it's like a ripoff. I wouldn't want to say eh, it's they 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 made a very inexpensive version of like a like a hollow body Gibson, and during the Rona, freaking every guitar review I was watching, there's like this is this is amazing. This is an amazing value. It's an amazing value. They haven't been available. They haven't been available. So I got it on my wish list. You guys talk about talk about coitus interruptus. It's like they have it in like cherry red. They call it translucent red, but it's freaking beautiful. And it's like 184 bucks. And for a guy like me, who's uh, who's just learning, it's, it's like right in the wheelhouse. So I got it on my wish list. And uh, I get this email now from Amazon. I, it's, it's like, uh, what do I want to compare this to? It's like, it's like looking at uh, the cover. It's like looking at Sports Illustrated and then realizing the model is like uh, a, a, a transsexual and has a wiener. That's the kind, they send me nothing against, nothing, nothing against, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like, it's like bait and switch, right? Like if you're like, ooh, I love trannies, then yay, you should know that going in. But if you're like, hey, look at, the, I don't want, I don't want the bait and switch. So I get this email from Amazon, it's in, they're ready, you can get them again. I just clicked on it. I was so excited. I was all uh, 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 I was all uh, just crazy excited there for a second. Wrong color. It's the brown. It's the brown. I'm not. I can't do the brown. I gotta go red. If I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna play guitar poorly in front of strangers at a show, I at least want them to be entertained by the color of the guitar. <laughs> Because it won't be my playing. All right. So that was the bait and switch. I, maybe that was a horrible metaphor uh, to use. <laughs> maybe it was. But I'm not judging. If 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 they if that's your thing, that's why Pornhub has categories. You know what I'm saying? But don't don't sell me one thing and then admit it's a, it's another thing altogether. Okay. On to more important things. Uh, that show tonight. We did... The show just keeps getting funnier, you guys. It just keeps getting funnier every episode. And uh, we did a, a hilarious cartoon. That was great. We did... Uh, hopefully you guys saw it. If not, we're going to make some of the stuff available online. You can always go to thatshowtonight.com and uh, subscribe and see everything. We'll get, we, we give it all. Yeah, you'll see the full Monty. And it won't be bait and switch. You know what you go, you know what you're in for. We did a uh, very funny thing where we did a, a parody of uh, Impractical Jokers, that show on True TV, where we were talking to Joe Biden. We're making him say stuff. Oh, God, that one made me laugh. That one made me laugh a lot. We did a very, we did a very funny skit um, about the Ministry of Truth. We did, uh, Brian Hayner was on the show. He did some hilarious stuff. We did some improv games. We did a bunch of like, we did this ultra MAGA skit about a guy who's a superhero. I love it when, I love it when they try to slam the right and like Joe Biden's like, they're ultra MAGA, ultra MAGA. And to me, that sounds like a superhero from like a, a Japanese like kung fu TV show or like Voltron or something, so we did a we did a skit like that. It was hilarious. But my favorite, and I'll give you a sneak peek, was the uh, the Ministry of Truth song. We are the Ministry of Truth. We're watching everything you do. Instagram and Twitter, Facebook too. We are the Ministry of Truth. Oh, we are the Ministry of Truth. It's a great, it's a march. The whole audience was singing. It was hilarious. I apologize for my poor guitar playing. All right, so thank you for uh, for digging that show. We're, we're digging it. We're having a blast, and it, it really does. It just keeps getting better and 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 better. And better and better. You're like, he's going to keep going. And better and better and better. All right, let's talk about monkeypox. 
I don't got no monkeypox. Let's talk about the monkeypox. Let's talk about uh, the World Health Organization and this big conference that they have coming up uh, about pandemics and moving forward and uh, a treaty. That's the part. That's the one. Like, uh, I looked for an article. Here's what I did. This is this is how I have, I'm a giver. I'm a giver, you guys. That's my problem. I looked at this really super friendly, this dude, uh, Bruce, the guy's name is Bruce Lee. I just noticed that. <laughs> I went to, I went to uh, an article about the World Health Organization and the, uh, the Global Pandemic Treaty. And it's, uh, it's an article at Forbes. And it was written by, uh, it was written by Bruce Lee. <laughs> I... See, that's a funny one right there. That's hilarious to me. Some guy who's on the political beat and, and healthcare and it's Bruce Lee. But you have to have it as Bruce Lee. Like he's wearing the yellow tracksuit. I'm ready for work. I am a journalist, professor, and systems modeler, computation and digital health expert, and I move like water. That's hilarious to me. Bruce Lee writing for Forbes. Somebody write that down. That shit's fucking gold. Bruce Lee, and I'm sure, I'm sure he's never had that criticism before. Okay. So I, I tried to go. I try to look. I try to look at things uh, first and foremost from from their side of it. Like, what are they selling? What are they selling here with this whole World Health Organization and a, and a treaty, a global pandemic treaty, which for real, and this is a genuine question: Why in the why in the fuck would you need a treaty if there was like a legit pandemic going on how how would it how does a treaty uh affect anything it's like are are we gonna put like if you're like oh my god millions of our citizens are dying from monkeypox and and yugoslavia has the cure uh but they're upset because we're gonna put a tariff on the cure and what, what why 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 in the fuck would you need a treaty for if we listen if uh, if uh, if oak tree leaves, fucking uh, cure monkeypox. What are we gonna What are we gonna like uh, dominate the, the the market supply and try to no 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 Australia? We don't like the I don't we don't like your offer. And then I'll put millions of us are dying. The monkeys are everywhere. They're they're biting people. The pox is among us. The kangaroos are all flipping out. There's not enough room in the pouches. Please, for the love of God, America, send your oak tree leaves. Well, you didn't sign the oak tree leaf treaty. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck are we even talking about? If there is a legit pandemic and people are dying en masse, you think people would just be cool about it. And so a treaty is not going to... Listen, if they're not being cool about it, Here's a heads up. If someone does have the cure and millions of your people are uh, freaking dying and this other country is like, maybe we should discuss a treaty. Maybe they really want you dead. Maybe they're playing the long game and and, and they're hoping you'll die. So a treaty is not uh, the answer. So I, from Jump Street, from Jump Street, uh, I disagree with the whole, why are they even discussing a treaty? But here's what here's what Bruce Lee has to say. I'm not going to do the voice. That's that. In my head, I'm going to do the voice, and in your head, you can imagine I'm doing the voice. But I'm not going to do the voice out loud for long. <laughs> here's <coughs> I'm choking on my own laughter. Okay, so Bruce Lee writes, uh, you know, oh, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it a little. You know the 1990. <laughs> That's. <laughs> this is the funniest thing to me right now. I'm so tired. Bruce Lee writing about the World Health Organization. It's the funniest shit to me right now. 
<laughs> just, I can just, I can just see him behind his desk, just, uh, just to the typewriter. Okay, all right, we're moving on. Bruce Lee was a great guy. I got, I, got, I love how I'm backtracking on the whole thing now. And I'm sure, I'm sure this Bruce Lee is a very nice guy too. <laughs> but there's, there's a part of me that's worried about him tracking me down and kicking my ass. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, so, oh, this is hilarious. So I'm not gonna do the voice, okay? So, so Bruce Lee, <laughs> Bruce Lee writes. You know the 1996 movie Independence Day, where, where much of the world united to defeat a common enemy? Well, during the COVID-19 pandemic that started in 2020, pretty much the opposite happened. What? What? How did... Okay, so I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, I, 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 before I criticize, I want to see what his... The world was, uh, the world was about as organized as an all cat produced and directed episode of Dancing with the Stars. Ha ha ha. The global pandemic response had relatively little coordination, little unity. In fact, it was more like the 1983 and 2009 TV miniseries V. Yeah, it was. <coughs> what was, uh, uh, there, what, what, I gotta get more into his, his criticisms. Because here's what I remember. Here's what I remember. I remember being acutely aware uh, that we didn't have a, uh, the material to make antibiotics in America. That's, that should have been, that's a, that's a big red flag. I remember a lot of people going, we don't have respirators. We don't got no ventilators. We don't got no respirators. That was Cuomo, Cuomo. We go, they don't, you pick the people who's going to die. You pick the people who was going to, well, I guess we're going to have to get in line because you picked didn't you, Andrew, when you sent the old people to the to the, the places that were infected with COVID? You, you kind of picked. Cuomo, we need the ventilators. We need the respirators. Da -da 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 -da. And then Trump was like, you have them. You have them in, in storage. You have them in storage. And then Cuomo, we don't got them in storage. That's crazy. That's crazy. Do you mean the stockpile? Oh, the stockpile. Yes, yes, we do have the ventilators. They never ran out of ventilators. They never, they, they had plenty Cuomo was playing like, oh, we don't got him. Oh, that's right. That's right. In the stockpile. Stockpile. There's a difference between the stockpile and in his storeroom. I remember when they set up a hospital. The Good Samaritan uh, set up a hospital in Central Park. And then uh, Cuomo was like, you, you guys can go home. There's no action here. There's nothing going on. And then de Blasio tried to charge the Good Samaritans rent for setting up a hospital. So to me, that, that that doesn't sound like a pandemic. That doesn't seem like we need a, a treaty. Listen, if something's really going down, people will come together to fight it. What was the problem? We we couldn't. We didn't. We didn't have enough masks. We didn't have enough masks. So they want to do this treaty. This World Health Organization. So <clears throat> I'm still choking on the Bruce Lee thing. Uh, I guess they want to be in charge. They need a, a global agreement in place before the next pandemic. Oh, my goodness. Because it's like a football team. You need a quarterback. How about, uh, how about no? How about no? We don't need a treaty for who's going to be in charge. How about it's everybody uh, for themselves? How about that? How about America first? How about that? And I, I think we have a pretty good track record of sharing. Uh, have, we, have we not done sharesies before? We're always great. We're the, we're the first in line to give people help. And in fact, we're, we, we're such a great country in giving people help. It's a personal point of pride with me. And it, you know what? I don't know about you guys, but with the baby food, the baby formula shortage, uh, flights are coming in from Germany now to give us freaking baby formula. And, and thank you, people of Germany. Thank you. But that really pisses me off. I don't want to get handouts from Germany. I really don't. That this shit, it fucking. Remember when the uh, when Obama said, uh, "Hey, no more space shuttle," and, and we had no way to get rockets into outer space. This was before Elon Musk and and Jeff Bezos and all that stuff. We had to send our astronauts to Russia, and and uh, and hitch rides on Russia. That shit pisses me off. We're America. What the fuck? 
We don't ask other people for help. We help other countries. It's gonna get, I'm gonna get pissed here for a second. I'm gonna get pissed here for a second. But during COVID, and we can't make fucking antibiotics? Bullshit. Bullshit. That cannot be allowed to happen. I'm America first 110%. America first 110%, and you dumb shits can thank me. And you can thank everybody else who's America first. Because legit, oh my gosh, COVID. Well, we should try to kill it with antibiotics. You know what? That's so weird because we can't get ships in from China and, uh, you know, because they're not leaving because they're in lockdown. And we can't make antibiotics here. Are you fucking out of your mind? That's crazy. That's a crime. Remember when uh, uh, Trump was like, no, no, we got to make steel here. We have to have at least three steel places open. We can't let these people, because you know, we have to make ships and stuff. And people are like, oh, Trump's horrible. He's affecting the market. I thought you were a capitalist, Mike. Free markets, free markets. Hey, at some point, you got you to gotta shore up your own shit. Like, we need to be able to make steel. We need to be able to make medicine. We have to be able to make uh, semiconductors and computers. We have to be prepared to go it alone. I don't know if you've noticed, but the world is a pretty jacked up place. And a treaty isn't going to do it. I tell you what, no freaking treaty with the World Health Organization. And I don't even, the the sovereignty and all that crap, no, you're out of your mind. Like, shut the whole fucking thing down. Like, don't even send a person to that. It's a fucking waste of time. I'm getting so pissed off. We have to make shit here. Like, we have to be able to make baby formula here. We need to make uh, antibiotics here. Uh, steal all of it. America first. Hell yes, America first. Oh, oh, you really, you really want to sit around and, and wait? If there is another pandemic, you, you really want to wait for this, uh, this freaking jackhole who isn't even a doctor who's running the World Health Organization? You want to wait for that guy to make a decision? Oh, oh, you know what? The bureaucracy was so slow in, uh, in responding to COVID, we've decided to add another layer of bureaucracy. And oh, and we better, we better do it fast because here comes monkeypox. 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 Everybody's worried about monkeypox. So no, I, I reject I reject the World Health Organization and uh, any idea of a global treaty. Shut your shut. You're wasting our time. We need we need America First candidates in there like yesterday, yesterday. And sorry if I'm not afraid of monkeypox. And there is a lot of uh, well. Oh, if you look, uh, I hate it when I talk about visual things on the podcast. I saw a map of where monkeypox is. And like America is like bright red. And Canada is bright red. And Europe is bright red because monkeypox, monkeypox, monkeypox. And you look at like the cases in the United States. Two. There are two. Okay. Let, let, let me know when you're in the double digits on the old monkeypox. And then I've seen many articles connecting uh, monkeypox with the vaccine. Now, I don't know. You know I'm not a doctor. You know I'm not. But all of a sudden, uh, and you look at this map, and it's like there's like there's no monkeypox in South America. There's no monkeypox in Mexico. There's no monkeypox in Africa. There's no monkeypox in China. There, but boy, I tell you, Australia, get ready for the monkeypox. It seems to be, according to the graph that I was looking at, boy, howdy, just a lot of monkeypox in the vaccine areas. And by a lot, I mean two, two in America. Be afraid. We need a treaty for the love of God. We need a treaty. Can we please put the World Health Organization in charge? Sweet Lord in heaven, it's monkeypox. Yeah, pardon me if I'm uh, not freaking out about that. But thank you, Bruce Lee, for your article and bringing me all the great laughs. Okay, so some things you need to know about. Before we, um, there's, oh my gosh, there's so much more. So it's not going to be, it's not going to be coitus interruptus, you guys. It's not. I'm going to give you a heads up. I'm going to give you the heads up. 
I'm gonna go to Patreon soon, though, so don't, like, I'm gonna get up and get a glass of water. I'm coming back to bed, but I'm gonna get up and uh, get a glass of water. Amp Fest West. I promise this, so I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you about Amp Fest West. Here's some of the people that you looking you can look forward to. Did I mention me? Yes, I think I did. Uh, I'm going to be there. Let's look at some of the other people who are gonna be speaking. Do you know oh here's a performer, uh, Bryson Gray. Bryson Gray's gonna be doing some stuff. That's gonna be fantastic. Oh, you know who else I'm going to be hanging out with at AmpFest West? Corey Lewandowski. Cannot wait to talk to that dude. Oh, my gosh. Raheem Kassam. If you guys don't follow Raheem Kassam on Twitter, you might want to think about uh, doing it. These are all people. I want to get them all on the podcast. I want to get them all on the podcast. They're adding people almost like before my very eyes. This is so... uh, this is so awesome. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's at uh, it's at Coachella, y'all. Go to ampfestwest.com. And that's going to be uh, political fun and shenanigans and talking and great things. And then after that, I will be performing at the fantastic MGM Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'll be at the Brad Garrett Comedy Club. It's a, they move the club it's a little bit bigger. It's a brand new showroom. And if you don't get mad at me when you're like, Mike, you didn't do any politics. in Because that's, no, Vegas ain't about that. Vegas is not about, it's, it's, like, it's like a point of pride with me. Vegas is about gambling. Vegas is about partying. Vegas is about banging. <laughs> Vegas is about sexy time. Vegas is about that rush uh, when you when you split your eights, Vegas is about blackjack and the roulette wheel and freaking just looking good and hit them hitting the pool and staying up late. No politics, no politics in politics in Vegas. Come to Ampfest West for that, and make sure you go to that show tonight for uh, for all the great uh, stuff. We're and we're gonna we're gonna dice up some clips. We'll put those clips up for mass consumption uh, for you wonderful people. But I'm gonna invite everybody right now. It's not quite as interrupt us. We just we just kind of finished. I, I we we I, here's a towel. Here's a bottle of water. Just, everybody's nice. I'm just gonna go to the bathroom. Then I might walk by the refrigerator, look at some snacks. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. And then we'll have round two. But it's over on it's over on Patreon. It's gonna get it's gonna get a little freakier. This was like standard issue. This is good. This is is good. But uh, Patreon might get a little weirder. That's all I'm saying. So, okay. Not quite as interrupt this. Not podcast interrupt this. I'm just getting up for a little bit. Stretch your legs. Hydrate. I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you, please, please.